And we'll just start chatting now and just fade that in. We'll start chatting about that time. Could I use, could I possibly use this? Yeah. Are you even saying that? Should we pick a topic maybe instead or or will we just go with this? Welcome to the Studio Mala Christmas Podcast. Live from the Studio Mala Christmas Cabin. Ho ho ho! (coughs) What do you think of the cabin? I've had it done up. Very cozy. It's very nice because I was here last year and it was like, I mean, there was gaps between all the logs and the wind was blowing right through me. My God. And uh, I'm glad that I'm glad that you're here this year because last year I had to count on I had assistant assistance from little sort of elves who you know play the audio clips. But now you're here, so you know I feel like the the stress is off. You know we we can relax. You know we we've let the elves go. I'm taking just the job before with the Christmas. Elves. Yeah. Well, you you'll notice, Sean. We've got a bucket of logs here. Audio logs, hey? <laughs> okay, you, you you like that? And 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 we won't be we won't be tossing them on the fire. We're going to be tossing them into your ears, <laughs> right up there. Mm. Jamming those so, logs uh, right in. Did you like that? Yeah, I, I, I wrote that. I wrote that down earlier. That's really good. Please with that. <laughs> so uh, what 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 are you drinking there, Sean? I'm having um a can, an old can of Guinness. An old can, of an old a, Chris, can. A, a Christmas staple. Yeah, a Christmas old can. Uh, yeah, like uh, two minutes before we started recording, I thought, oh, I should, should go go get a drink, and that was the only thing. I opened the fridge and, like, the moth came out, and you could hear the sound effect, <laughs> and that was the only thing there. It was like a SpongeBob thing, like it was just the mold and. Do you know that that's Just, probably one of my cans from last year left in the in the cabin fridge? I think that actually might be what I'm drinking. Is <laughs> a can you <laughs> left here last year? That was the only thing I had. Well, shall we throw on an uh, uh, an audio log? Yeah, throw a log on. Not onto the fire, but into our listeners' ears. Into the ears of you, the people if listening. You, if if you recall, all right, the, um, the setup. Here comes a log. I feel like with a comic, there's less pressure to like mm. get people moving along a story. You yeah, can actually yeah. like take your time with the space. Mm, totally. Yeah. Um, did you like? Did that feel much different to how you approach an animatic your your kind mm. of comic process or? Um, there's a lot of similarities. Like I guess with uh, animatics and storyboards, like the the time sensitive aspect is always there. Mm-hmm. Um, which I think is good because. Like having kind of a, a de- like I was setting deadlines for myself, Bush. Yeah. Like have shorter deadlines. I think you're you're sort of forcing yourself to, like with boards, it's like you can't spend too long on on a drawing. You're like, okay, I have to move on. Like this this drawing is as good as it's going to be. Like I'm yeah. I'm not going to stay imperfected. And like I kind of saw that sentiment with comics as well. Like I think it was someone on on Twitter said before. You know, if you if you're kind of obsessing over one bad drawing in a comic, it's probably not important because people are probably aren't going to like it is mm. one drawing in in like a. 60 or 70 page comic like no one's gonna care like yeah. so you need to sort of be less precious about that kind of stuff you don't have that yeah. pressure as well mm. or um i guess of worrying that mm. how is someone gonna animate this you know yeah that's the thing yeah one mm. thing i'd say even that happened on the show mm. we worked on yeah was that sometimes we'd come back to you and go mm. okay for this this and this reason we need to reapproach this scene and make it 
either easier to animate mm. or this pickup needs to change because we've mm. had to change its design or whatever. Mm. So like I'd say with comics, mm. you don't have to worry about like, mm. well, it's not going to go yeah. further than this. So yeah. I can make this as polished as I want. Or... Yeah, pretty much like that's Yeah, that is kind of like the, the one of the like nice things. But I, I kind of do like that aspect of boards where you're sort of thinking, well, I need to make everyone's job down the line as easy as possible, mm. which I think is, is great. It's a good like team learning kind of exercise mm-hmm. where you're like how can i make this more streamlined for the animators and the compers and the, the background artists yeah um but i guess yeah with, with with comics yeah you're kind of you're like well i'm going to be the one doing the doing the finished product so like i i did learn a lot from doing valerie just i guess about like 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 looking back on it now there's like a lot of stuff i would have done different like it's kind of like well there doesn't need to be like a a really detailed background in every panel kind of and having kind of read more comics as well like like i guess with comics like backgrounds are, are there but they're not super important like mm-hmm. you can kind of get away with like a lot of like kind of mm-hmm. just like having a solid color in the background you just look at the message across yeah so i, th- I think parts of it I, I kind of approached it too much like animation like where in animation there has to be like a background in every shot and like a everything has to be very grounded where yeah with comics you can get very abstract um, yeah with it which is, which is also a nice aspect of the medium where you don't you can just like break apart panels and and just you know have kind of like more of a, a flow into it yeah. and everything things don't have to be confined to panels which is, is really cool as well you don't get as much mm-hmm. um people come back to you being like mm-hmm. oh, can you just make it so i can't see the character's feet yeah i know yeah. that was always the one <laughs> on a, yeah. the show yeah. it's like that's one simple fix it's like mm-hmm. if we just can't see their feet touching <laughs> the ground it'll be so much easier to animate because we don't have to the, you don't yeah. have to worry about that worry about the, glide. Yeah, the, <laughs> yeah it's just like, hitting. we can just bounce them around. Yeah. So. I imagine that mm. is one of the most difficult things, getting feet walking on a ground. <laughs> like, yeah. with, like with a moving background and it, just having everything timed. It's one so of the that, most common, mm. like, if we were coming and up... that's with... why in Attack of the Clones is that bit where <laughs> Dooku looks like he's just fucking sliding across <laughs> the floor. He's, all, he's wearing moon shoes yeah uh when we were yeah because like that would have been the most common like mm. and it was never a note of like we need to make the scene better it's just like yeah it'll just make life easier if we just move the camera up like an inch and just yeah. can't see their feet yeah, yeah. And, uh, and with comics you can draw mm. as many feet on the ground as yeah, you like. don't, don't have to worry about that yeah. yeah that's another interesting thing with i guess still drawings and, and movement um mm-hmm. it's like communicating a sense of movement through a still drawing is something I've always been yeah. very interested in. Um, and like, like it's something people kind of tell me like, oh, your drawings have so much kind of movement in them. And like, yeah, I do find that interesting because it, yeah, it's, it's, it's something that I, I think animation has informed me a lot in, in my drawing or just sport, doing boards is, especially is kind of the the idea of, of how how do you look at an image and, and look see that it's moving. Because I, I guess I'm thinking about uh like akira like katsuhiro mm-hmm. otomo's like original manga and like reading that like parts of it felt like watching a movie yeah. because he's so good at like his panel layouts and just mm-hmm. communicating characters like moving through a comic and like just seeing that kind of like really it's like really masterful how he does yeah. it like I, th- I think one of the main things with comics is like panel flow um where you can always kind of tell if if like panel layout is a, is a bit like it's not flowing like your your eye isn't kind of following um, and yeah. I think uh, what's it uh, the Dragon Ball Akira uh, Toriyama yeah, yeah. he's he's great at that as well just yeah just this kind of I, I guess in animation it will be kind of guiding yeah. the eye guiding the eye yeah, yeah yeah and I think that's another kind of crossover between storyboards and, and mm-hmm. comics is just how does it flow like is it easy to watch like 
it's I think it's what you don't notice is the hardest thing to accomplish mm. in in both animation and yeah. comics is what, is what you don't see like your your brain is noticing it but like you're like subconsciously you're noticing it but you're subconsciously you're you're completely Try, tr- like yeah like that's a yeah. challenging thing especially in mm. boards because at least mm-hmm. i mean in editing mm. you've got the luxury of adding a sound effect but if, mm-hmm. if you're trying to mm. describe something that's not on the screen mm-hmm. like the character can see something but you can't see it yeah. or can hear something but mm-hmm. you can't see it mm-hmm. it's harder to to mm-hmm. get that because you've got that yeah. idea in your head and you're yeah. trying to give it to me and go like yeah. you know the character can is mm-hmm. re- reacting to this but yeah like, yeah um it's such a it, it must be such a tough thing to like nail in boards yeah but like, yeah i mean it is done and it's always done so well and you, you can be surprised mm. at how much can be done with just the mm. really stripped back drawings oh um, totally yeah 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 and it, like you mentioned akira i mm. went through the manga mm. last year after always feeling like oh that's gonna that would be such a mm. monumental thing you get through it in no time it's yeah oh that's the thing that's the best thing i think and like i shouldn't have been surprised but there were pages where that I was flipping them over, thinking like, I can't believe how mm. exciting this is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like mm. action scenes. Yeah, totally. was like <laughs> I'm barely <laughs> breathless. And I yeah. thought like I must have read the first like twenty pages so slowly because mm. I was of course looking at all those teeny tiny little lines and yeah, all the, the details. Windows and mm. but just because it was so gripping, mm-hmm. I was flying through it, and I would mm. have to stop now and then and go like take a moment and appreciate yeah. that that page took <laughs> so much <laughs> yeah. work but mm. it's like his skills for getting mm. that feeling that things are mm. really moving mm. just yeah just the storytelling yeah 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 i think it's a similar thing with berserk where you know berserk is like a like this insane masterpiece yeah but the storytelling is also like also masterful so I, yeah I, i'm yeah. always surprised at how mm. quickly because mm-hmm. i reread it all the time but i always yeah. get through it so fast that's the thing yeah yeah because it's, a, it's, it's like great. that it is they describe action sequences a lot mm. like there is this, like lengthy dialogue parts but mm. most of it is just bam 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 bam, yeah. bam. and like mm. sometimes it'll be a full page single drawing mm. that's got so much movement in it mm. just you know just like a a payoff it'll always be like yeah. a wind up on the page before yeah. of like sword <laughs> hand going on the sword and then the next panel is douche and just stuff flying like, yeah. Yeah. Like, yes. <laughs> yeah he's, but, he's um, fucking brilliant at that. but like you can yeah. take those two panels and you could drop them in a video edit and mm. easily uh you could make a better anime than the actual anime yeah. oh, by yeah. just getting yeah. the the, <laughs> the panels and just shaking them around on a screen yeah yeah studio mala beef <laughs> yeah, yeah. Eva started. We're calling you out. <laughs> I don't want to give the anime too much trouble. I'm sure it was it was a nightmare to work on. Yeah. I don't oh, think man. I could if I was taught anime all of Berserk. I'd be like, oh, okay. We'll finally, let's take a look at what's on the sheet today. Berserk. Oh, all of it. That's okay, a... we're gonna need quite a few pens. <laughs> yeah, a lot of ink. <laughs> well, there you go. How about that, huh? Great log. Do you want another one? Give me another log. Give us a log. Who have we got next? Uh, up next, we've got this log right here. No, I was just going to say, also recently we've Ooh. been getting into Shin-chan. I've ah, been yeah. watching more oh. on Shin-chan. The movies are so good. Like, they're actually generally like the best, some of the best animated movies I've ever seen. Like, some Especially of them. Especially the earlier ones. Like, yeah, the yeah, movie yeah. one until like 10, I think, or 11. Yeah. Oh, so good. That's also similar to the Dragon Ball thing. That feels like this end game of 
have you actually watched Crayon Chin Chan? <laughs> just like people discover just how amazingly animated. Because I think some people will see the can like the scribbly style, yeah, and mm-hmm. like very easily dismiss it as like, oh right, okay, yeah. it looks like that. But then when you see some of those sequences in the films where they go hell for leather with it, it's like, oh my god, yes. this is the most mind blowing thing I've ever seen. And it looks yes, like yes. that. So it's just a incredible. And it's like they don't. Yeah. And it's like they don't even need to really change the designs that much. Like the designs are so versatile and mm-hmm. they're so they're so simple, but they can use them for so much. And sometimes you have like a new character design, they turn their head and it surprises you in a way like how they figured out how yeah. to draw a character from profile yeah, 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 yeah. with all of those angular shapes. It, it's yeah, every time. Even in it's some always... of the episodes as well, they actually have some really nice animation here and there. And I'm like, oh, surprise. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the first time I saw the mom's like head turn <laughs> like that, yeah. like smoothie, I was like, oh, well, OK, I didn't think about it. <laughs> Being that shape. Uh, it's, it's just so funny good. because it feels like a series that absolutely did not need to, as they say, go that hard. <laughs> like, I, I think the general, like, the audience that it's aimed towards wouldn't mind if it didn't do that, do Probably, all that work. Yeah. But, like, what a beautiful thing to discover for the people who will see it and appreciate the work that's gone in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, for the parents, if yep. the little kids are like, hang out with the kids, it's <laughs> the like, parents okay, lowering I'm the newspaper. I'm actually enjoying this show. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Did you so guys ever different... see the weird um, Western release of Shin Chan where they just made, they just cut up like the original anime into like a different show and then just overdubbed it in English? And it's 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 mad. Like it's, they just made a I different show it. out of the original footage, like. The version that no. was released in like the UK, I think, specifically, had uh, oh. it was just a different show made out of like different clips and like there was none of the like they basically had to just take out all of the rude stuff basically. Oh. Um, but um, it's 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 really bizarre to go and, and watch that now because there's basically two shows and and like whenever you talk to people from in different countries like i um a few animators from spain that i've been talking to they got the original mm-hmm. they got the original mm-hmm. shin chan so they're all mm. massive shin chan fans anyone who discovered it here or in the uk mm. got this weird other show that's nowhere near as good and it's it's really the weird sanitized to to. <laughs> yeah but it's not even sanitized it's like they'd get a clip from episode three then a clip from episode seven and a clip from episode 14 and just like jigsaw oh. together into a different thing it's wild they could just do whatever they wanted with it it's it's amazing huh <laughs> interesting no I've, I've never seen any of these well there you go how about that huh great log do you want another one give me another log give us a log who have we got next uh up next we've got this log right here are there any are there any projects not not to put you on the spot are there any projects that you've done with us at the studio where you look at them now and go fuck I, I could have why did I do it like that like particularly early day ones I, like because there's I, I'm just so much every year that I learned that like if I could do that now I could do it in half the time or or better you know I'd say even going back to Agony Ant uh, um, I was still 
not working the cameras. Okay. You know, I was, uh, yeah, I was like parenting the backgrounds and all that uh, instead of using a camera. Yeah. So definitely, you know, <laughs> that, you know, going back, I would not have done it that way because... You know, let's say you say, oh, actually, could you move it slightly slower? Well, then it's a whole... I was going to say, you probably learned how frustrating it was because I kept asking you to change the camera. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it was worth it in the end, you know? It's like, oh, I know how to do it now. That's the right way, you know? It's yeah. like, you know, like even with shakes and that kind of thing, if you do it manually, it's, you know, yeah. a headache because then the client or whoever director could be like... Oh, you know, it's like, it seems small because when you're looking at it, you're like, oh, surely you could change, yeah. you know, this really easily. But then when you look at the file and after effects, it's like, oh my God, like <laughs> it's all connected to each other. And if you change one keyframe, it the all like, falls, falls apart. apart. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, that was years back, but like now it's like, okay, now I set it up so that that doesn't happen, yeah. you know? So it's like, if anything has to be changed, it won't fall apart. That's a big thing to learn in After Effects, <laughs> like in comp, you know, yeah. Um, don't <laughs> worry, someday we're going to George Lucas, the entire Studio Mala back catalogue. <laughs> just do them all again. And then in another couple of years, we'll do them all again and again, but in 3D. Remaster. Just put CGI characters yeah. on top of everything. Yeah. 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 Um, when I, I watched the uh, Cohen Brothers, it was sort of a commentary succinct commentary like an edited down one where they were watching uh, their first movie Blood Simple again and something they mentioned in that that I really liked was they kept talking about how much they saw that was wrong because of course you know they've (laughs) had decades to look at this again and they've learned so much since then and they said like if we were making this film today it would cost 100 million dollars more and it would be a much less interesting film because like they it's nice that they still appreciate that like yes this is very rough early days stuff and we can tell mm-hmm. that this is where we were learning but still there's a beauty in that <laughs> yeah so yeah yeah there's worth in it yeah like it's still good so. I, I yeah i definitely had moments where i wanted to like remake one of my college films from scratch but no, there's not really any point. I should just leave it the way it is, you know. It's, it's, it's <laughs> nice to go back and see the way you would have done things at a different time. Well, there you go. How about that, huh? Great log. Do you want another one? Give me another log. Give us a log. Who have we got next? Uh, up next, we've got this log right here. You reminded me of a, of, um, a time in college when we were doing life drawing. Basically, the model, who I won't name, who was really great, was just always looking for the most interesting poses he could do. Mm -hmm. Um, And um, we were doing a session of, yeah, like one minute gesture drawings. And this model, um, anyone will know who he is from uh, (laughs) his catchphrase, which was every time he changed pose, he would go changing and he would change to a different pose. And he kept going and going and going and going. And we got to like the... I remember what it was. The The teacher left being like, oh, I, I've got to go do something. Um, I'll be back in like 10 minutes. Um, can you just, you just keep doing new poses uh, and, you know, up the, or lower the amount of seconds every like 10 poses or whatever. So we got to 30 second poses and he was going changing into a new pose, changing into a new pose. 
and we when we got to like the 15 second poses you could see him in his head like him trying what i've run out of things to do i've run out of interesting <laughs> poses i can do and at one point he went changing and he like lifted up his leg and put his foot in his mouth and was holding <laughs> on to his foot I was like, it was really impressive, but everyone, nobody drew because everyone was so looking at each other and being like, are you seeing this? Look at this. <laughs> Look what he's doing. It was just incredible. <laughs> and um, at that point, I think everyone stopped drawing because like, I was like, okay, I think we've reached the limit of what a man no, can he do. He definitely just, he just took this opportunity. The, uh, the lecturer was out of the room. This is it. I'm getting my foot in my mouth. <laughs> yeah. And then for 15 seconds, and I'm going to get it out. And then I'm just going to be like, oh, I don't know. Why did they draw that? I wasn't doing that. <laughs> they're all, they're all, they're making fun of me. <laughs> it was just incredible. Um, well, yeah. Sean, what was it like just seeing peak human potential in that moment? Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's why no one could draw. It's like, it feels blasphemous to draw this. It's like... <laughs> This everyone's too... character sheets from then on like their turnarounds include a <laughs> it's like a mouth. foot mouth guy <laughs> yeah need four this angles foot mouth OC. yeah what yeah. a shame it would be if everyone in the class did their absolute best work of the year in those 15 seconds and then they're holding it after it's like but do i want it in my portfolio i mean <laughs> yeah. this is this is beautiful work but I don't know. It's one of those things where someone like someone who wasn't there would look at the picture and go, no, that's wrong. No one would do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but they see like 30 copies of it. Just like, no, <laughs> yeah. wait. <laughs> How From I, a 360 I, degree, like, because everyone's around him. So you're getting every angle of it too. Oh, how wonderful <laughs> to put those all together on a reel and just have this rotating spinning man with that emotional <laughs> piano music you know the guy who takes a photo of himself every day for five years or but whatever. also dub in just gumming sounds yum yum <laughs> um what do you feel when you're watching action scenes like be they live action or animated what do you think really makes the difference between an action scene that pops and keeps your attention and one of the ones that's so often the way, like an anime, uh, uh, an action scene can start in a film or a show and you can kind of tune out. Like you're just sort of waiting for it to end. Okay, they're going to punch each other. Okay, I got it. But uh, what what do you think or what do you look for for an action scene that makes you care about what is happening? I, I, I like seeing like moments of like character in in action sequences and readability are definitely like the two big important things like legend of korra is really good at it they definitely took a lot of like inspiration from old like kung fu movies and put a stationary camera down and just shift a little bit like don't be like waggling the camera all which way if the characters are fighting each other like make one one color and make one another like that was something that like even like the stick figure fights way yeah. back in the day used to do it's like all right Black stick man is fighting blue stick man. I'm not confused who's who. It's easy. It's right yeah. there. I know who's winning. Um, Peter and I like... Griffin at chicken. Yeah. Yeah, actually. <laughs> it's very well done. That's some of the <laughs> only great animation in uh, 
<laughs> in Family Guy. <laughs> these act as chicken fight sequences. <laughs> we we got to give everybody their due. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. And now comes another impassioned speech, folks. If you like animation, <laughs> all, please watch Family Guy. You gotta watch this show. <laughs> He's like a family heard. guy. <laughs> <laughs> it's in the title. I'm so, Imagine I'm this. Sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm trampling all over your <laughs> good answer with my stupid family guy. But <laughs> beautiful. Um, yeah, readability and like being able to give characters like their. I don't want like just to like. Like like mannequins fighting each other. I want to like I I want to be able to see kind of like the goofiness in there, and like mm. I guess this also goes back to Jackie Chan because like all of his stuff is just so. It's like he mixes slapstick with his fights. It's all so funny. At one point, he and another guy like punch each other in the chest, and they kind of like stand up. Oh no no! It's it's drunken master. They have the um, chairs. And they bat, like one bashes the other over the back with it, and he returns and does the exact same thing. They both kind of stand there like it wasn't anything. And they walk <laughs> off just out of sight from each other. And they're like, ah. <laughs> and they're like rubbing it out a little bit. And then they peek around the corner at the same time and both stand back up and like get back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I think one thing that like is a good one as well is kind of um, not using like the camera as a crutch to like hide things too much. But if you do use the camera like treat it like a character or treat it like part of the character i think you do that quite well in some of the fight scenes i've seen you do where like sometimes i've opened up some of your fight scenes that you've sent me um and like i'd see the preview with the camera and it would be like you know a character punching another character and you use the camera because of you know the limited amount of drawings you have or like how quickly the shot needs to get turned around you'd have the character like stretch out their arm and then it's the camera shaking left and right that does the impact and mm-hmm. it's so funny then I would like open the TV paint file and like look at it without the camera and it's like it's like what the fuck is this it's like it's, it's just characters like punching and then they're like still for a second and then like yeah. it looks really odd but then you used the camera as like a part of the character rather than you know just shaking the camera around to like hide like uh, especially in like the late 2000s early 2010s a lot of action films would just shake the camera constantly because like we just we didn't choreograph anything we're just going to have people kind of fight and get 10 cameras in different places, have them shake and then cut between them every half a second so that you just don't know what's happening. Yeah, It, um, it could be two actors doing Ring a Ring a Rosie, but you'd never know because they're just like... Yeah. <laughs> flash around. I mean, that, that uh, Resident Evil, that <laughs> last Resident Evil film, I mean, every cut is a blink and no... <laughs> yeah nobody's doing anything impressive and if they are it's being completely wasted <laughs> yeah so. i think that's one reason people come back to the the old boy hallway scene so much is because like it is just an example of like they just had the camera sit in one place for two minutes or something and i mean it slowly pans from left to right but it's like they had such confidence in how well choreographed that fight scene was like yeah we don't need to do anything here it's 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 all there um and you're like, also you very right about the um like showing character in it because you know if i see a fight scene if captain america is using his shield and doing cool shield stuff in a fight scene i'm engaged and i'm also like yay captain america's doing his thing 
But if a film ends with, not that they've ever done this, but if a film ended with Captain America and Red Skull just sort of punching each other and rolling around, that would be very, very boring if <laughs> if they ever did that. If it ever happened. <laughs> that would not be a great way to end a movie. <laughs> Purely I mean, hypothetical. Well, wouldn't you know it? We're all out of logs until next year, I suppose. Shall we, we might be out of logs, audio logs, which are not for the fire, but for your ears. Uh, but what we do have is the never-ending stress of the oblique strategy cards. <laughs> now, last year for Christmas, I, I pulled one for myself. So I'm glad you're here so that I can pull one for you. I mean, I've got one as... I've got the same... Thing. Well, you can pull one for me out of your pile. Oh, okay, okay, that? yeah, okay. All right. Okay. You do me first. So, your oblique strategy card is... Courage. Courage with an exclamation mark. That's not... Um, courage isn't a suggestion. Well, I guess it... No, it's just meant to inspire. Yeah. Courage. The cowardly dog. We're going to make... We're bringing back Courage the Cowardly Dog <laughs> next year. We own the just, IP. Just add Courage the Cowardly Dog to whatever it is you're working on. <laughs> I'm thinking of David Bowie in the studio. The Berlin years, Courage. And that's where... Ooh, okay. Courage the Cowardly Dog. <laughs> I suppose that is uh, an, a nice one if you were, say, you know, worrying about what you were working on like in the kind of like oh well you know should i do that maybe people won't like yeah. that or whatever and you go well you know i'll just do it no no <laughs> um yeah, david yeah, bowie in the studio saying no get ready for all the courage that i'm gonna have next year folks all right on i've got an opening strategy card for you gardening not architecture huh well i mean that's just what I needed to hear right now, you know, because uh, <laughs> the project I'm the project I'm working on right now. I was like, oh, I don't know, I don't know. And now, courage, no gardening. Yeah, with architecture, you're working to a blueprint, and it's got to be exactly that, and you follow out the plan as it goes. Mm. With gardening, you're not in full control. You have to. You're at, you're at the, the uh, behest of the elements and plants just Absolutely. might decide to not do anything. So uh, Gardening not architecture is closer to what I was hoping the Oblique Strategies cards would be like. Because that has sparked a little bit of, huh, just, okay, got me, you know, just got me thinking about another thing. Okay, Oblique Strategy cards, they're, they're back in the good books. They're worth the money. So... <laughs> that's another year of that bit Brian Eno confirmed. we don't want our money back for now <laughs> do you mind Owen if I just take over the podcast for just a, a bit okay um, because since just take good care of it I will I will I won't try I mean if you want to interrupt at any point for any of this just go for it in fact your commentary would probably be appreciated as I go could could I have your Guinness while you're yeah, here in you charge. go. Here it is. Oh, yeah, thank you. <laughs> ah. Yeah, just a few little headlines of things we did this year that I thought would be worth reminding ourselves of. So, 
here we go. Most of it I can't actually talk about, so uh, it's just going to be <laughs> useless. But no, um, the, this year was the biggest we've ever been in terms of having a lot of people working with us. We've had two really particularly big projects this year throughout the entire year uh, that wrapped up kind of more or less in the past few weeks. One of them wrapped up today. I can't give any details on what they are or who they're for or what they're like. But they will be out next year and they're both short films and um, they're both going to be kind of a kind of a big deal. Kind of a big deal. <laughs> um, they'll be on a streaming service. Hello. <laughs> uh, that you so can, I signed up to all of those. You'll be giving a company your money to watch the, uh, these things unless you're just logged into your friends one or whatever. Because of those two projects... The studio was as big as nearly like 100 people at times this year. And uh, golly, that was mad. I'm going to thank some more people on that later. But Kleena and Cora, who are both on the podcast, definitely need big thank yous for for their work on those. Speaking of Cora, uh, you might have noticed on our Instagram, uh, short film is on its way. Like it, it, we're in the early development of that project right now. It's called Wolf Wolf. It's a short film that Cora has been trying to make for a while. So we're doing it with Studio Mala. We're going to be sharing like clips and behind the scenes stuff and work in progress like as close to every week as we can. One project we can talk about, the new Storybots show that's on Netflix right now. Uh, we animated three episodes of it or three segments of it. So Storybots is um, a preschool show, which is actually, it's kind of like Sesame Street in that, you know, Sesame Street is for little babies, but you can actually... Um, <laughs> You genuinely can have a good time watching Sesame Street as an adult. I think Storybots really fits into that category of kids' TV. So it's for babies, but maybe Macklemore will show up. <laughs> yeah. Babies and big babies. Um, <laughs> but no, we had a really good time um, working on three segments. So I think the episodes of this new season are kind of split into like mini episodes with different styles and stuff. Um, one of our episodes is in the first season which was directed by um, Ashling Conroy. Thank you, Ashling, who also directed a few of our projects this year. And there's going to be a few other episodes. One of them is actually a collaboration with Remus and Kiki, who were on the podcast before. Um, but the other two episodes we worked on will be out, I think, in a later season. Um, but yeah, that's available to watch now. So, so yeah, go watch the new Storybots show. Sarah Benson's short film, Hermit, which we uh, developed with her this year. And I think you should be able to keep an eye out for her film, Hermit, uh, in the new year at various festivals and stuff. And then I'd say eventually it'll be available online somewhere. But that's just another project we wrapped up. So thank you, Sarah. It was great working with you on that one. But no, we have did two Comic-Con um, tables this year um, and one decaf. Uh, which is Dublin Comic Arts Festival. We'll be doing more next year. Um, but yeah, it, it was really great doing them this year. And thanks to everyone who showed up, um, bought some prints and zines. Thanks to Sinead, who um, led the charge on getting the Studio Mala zines prepped. She kind of directed those first two volumes uh, and we'll probably be doing another one soon and lovely volumes they are they're very good and buy one if you ever see one buy one all of that all of those merch things like uh prints and zines and t-shirts that goes straight back into a fund for um uh, our own ip development so like getting any shows made and things like that uh, so thanks to everyone who bought one of those as well 
This year we were also at Annecy, which was just great because it was the first time we were ever at Annecy, um, which is the animation festival in Annecy in France. It was really great meeting people at that and hopefully we'll see everyone there again next year. Uh, we also released a music video for The Amazing, uh, which is directed by Cora. And then I think that's all of the projects I can mention that aren't under Ridiculous NDA. But I mean, I can add on to that, that this year was really great for getting our IP stuff kind of going. I mean, Owen, you can attest to this. So the thing we've been working on is really starting to move now. Yeah, uh, it's it's bobbling in a in an exciting and terrifying way. Yeah, we've uh, got... Certainly for me, being a little bit outside the usual process, seeing it from the inside now and like how it's built up from the ground and, and realizing, oh, this this is just how, how you make cartoons. It, it really... <laughs> it's happening, yeah. And this has happened for every cartoon. People, people just do all these great drawings and talk about it and then... And then it happens. It's wild. I mean, it's 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 re- like we've got character designs now. We've got scripts kind of nearly. We've got um, a trailer in development. Um, and that's we got good. hopes. We got dreams. <laughs> and we're putting all of our... <laughs> um, we got eggs. We got a basket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, we've, we've got a trailer hopefully coming out in around March or April next year. I'm going to say May as well, just throwing that in there, just in case it is May, and uh, I don't, so I'm not embarrassed <laughs> later on. And just other IP things are still on the way, stuff that was previously shown on YouTube, Animal Airport, that's still in development, and that we still intend on putting that out. There's been a lot of work on that this year. Mallow Minis, I really wanted to thank everyone who worked on the one this year, but then I realized we haven't had a session of thanking people who did them previously so what we have to do is thank everyone who's ever done one now and then in the next christmas podcast we can just do the list from that year well let's let's see how quickly you can do it yeah i boiled it down to first name i just boiled it down to first names just to give myself a chance all right here we go thank you to becky joe niall habbo john kevin me jerome dara cleana matthew Bo, sinead cass niall fred matthew John again, Becky again, Niall again, Diego, David, Kevin again, Kira, Cora, Keith, Jerome again, Aaron, Cass again, Dolphin, Di, Cassandra, Camille, Kishan, Ruth, Veer, Sabine, Kayvon, Luca, Elliot, Dara again, Rosa, Shola, Jeff, Rebecca, Axel, Ali, Remus and Kiki, Aaron again, Jerome again, August, Carla, Jack and Lorenzo. Thank you all. Um, your Malamides have been great. It's been so good being able to put them out and, and you know, watch them and rewatch them. So everybody just go watch all the Malaminis because... Do you want me good. to edit out even like the tiniest intakes of breath between those? <laughs> so it's just... Yeah. And then we'll probably put out... We generally put out a compilation reel of just all of the Malaminis from the year. So that should be out in December or in early January. I think Owen will join me in thanking Neve McKenna... Absolutely. Um, I guess we should probably consider based like the producer <laughs> of the Mala podcast. <laughs> Neve is the one who organizes us and gets all the file management together, kind of puts the fire under our asses to get guests lined up and um, make sure we've actually recorded something. Yes, a, a huge thank you to Neve for uh, 
like really making the podcast happen and making sure that we <laughs> that yeah. we're on the runway in time and yeah all that um i'd like to also thank just a few people worth mentioning um shane perez who kind of joined us this year as a script editor and a development lead has been great with helping us get our ip moving along uh, i also want to thank leon abby megan una and darren um just we had some really intense projects this year that have been the most kind of challenging products we've ever taken on and we just learned a lot from from our production team on those to uh, it just really helped the studio and we're really better off for it having done those projects so thanks everyone and thanks to everyone on on uh, those two big projects I think when they come out, we'll probably do a podcast about them. And I'll probably thank just everyone who worked on it then. Uh, just so everyone, no one's like, hey, you didn't mention me. I'll get, I'll, it's hard to name people, all right? Go away. <laughs> Take I'm, it to go I'm away. I'm sure for 99% uh, of the audience, they're thinking, he should be thanking more people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Surely just loads of people. Just keep thanking people. I love listening to... Just thank go, them. thanks everybody. Yeah, thanks everybody. <laughs> um, another two people that I don't think we've ever thanked on the podcast, which we probably should, uh, Jerry and Stephen, who are the two other co-founders of the studio. Um, I think Stephen was probably the one who had the idea that we should probably have a podcast in the first place. And Jerry is the guy that we um, convinced to give us a budget to make the podcast at all. So that's really important. So thank you, Jerry. And thanks, Stephen. Um, and oh, and thank you. You're great. Oh, heck no. Come on. Don't. Because you edit. No, no one wants this. Uh, <laughs> or th th thank you, Sean, for uh, thanking me. And thank you, of course, for uh, uh, joining me and co-hosting on the podcast. I think uh, it's fair to say that you've uh, made it much better <laughs> no, don't. By, by joining in and uh, you know I also just want to thank Neve again for everything he's done and everyone at Mala and uh, thank you for the opportunity to host this wonderful podcast and just to to contribute in any way to Mala's runaway success <laughs> is uh, we, we is should, a wonderful um... honour we should get this whole bit from when I started and just make it 1.25 speed. <laughs> like the terms and conditions bit. It'll, it'll get a little faster. Yeah. Every time you say thank. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, it's fine. Look, we're, it's, it's because we've split one can of ancient Guinness. It's just all coming out. Oh, uh, I you. love you. You are all I love you. Are all Speaking great. of which, probably... Buy the, a hoodie. The, 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 like, yeah. the podcast will probably be out before, after it's happened, but our, our, our studio model Christmas party is happening this weekend. Isn't that wild? Ow! Yeah, that's all my bits, I think. Well, those were lovely bits, Sean. Thank you for sharing your bits. <laughs> so... Uh, I think we should uh, wrap up here, uh, both literally and figuratively. I mean, look at the snow outside. It's mad. At the risk of uh, speeding the podcast audio up even further, thank you for joining me in the Christmas cabin. Thank you for having me. With any luck, we'll be here again in a year. Actually, we should remember before we lock up to leave uh, a single can of something... For next, for next year. year when we yeah. come back 
I'll head down to Spar and get us like um like a BPM. <laughs> One bottle of baby sham, not even in the fridge, just just on the counter. <laughs> That's a good idea. Well, until next time, from the Studio Mala podcast in the Studio Mala Christmas cabin, we hope you all have a lovely holiday time and New Year smiles and all the rest of it. And have a big dinner. Have a big dinner, for goodness sake. Yeah. Why don't have a Why don't have a big dinner? Just go have a big dinner. Go on. Go on. Have a big. Go dinner. have your big dinner, folks. The listeners, they'll be like, "Should I have a big dinner?" Well, we're saying yes. Yeah. Loads of big dinners for <laughs> Let you. Let us know and for about me. your big dinners in the comments. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Go have a big okay. dinner. Eat your dinner. Yum yum yum. Ah, your tasty dinners. Ah.